the only country you always been. No, um, I was just saying, what the hell? Because we did a tarantula. I have a countdown, Eddie. <laughs> it's already recording, Dwayne. Um, welcome to another episode of the Best Cave Secret Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray. And as usual, I'm not alone. I am joined by my brethren, Bilo Might, Just, and Prince Dwayne. What's going on, gents? Yo, guys, I'm free, bro. Yo, the shackles have been lifted. There's energy now. I remember Caesar saying, I sound tired. I'm done with the tiredness now. Let's rock. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. <laughs> nah, but I went like, guys, like I was suffering. All those, ep- I'm sorry to the listeners, all those episodes that I sound like I, like I was suffering. But I'm back now. So it's like. Because revitalized. Yes, sir. I feel you. Now that's good, dog. We're glad to, we're glad to have you back. But yeah. see, but see, back like umkolo, dog. Yeah, hey, hey, ta. Back like umkolo, dog. You know them yes, ones man. there. Yeah, it's one of them ones. <laughs> um, okay, guys. I don't want to waste too much time. Today we are going to be discussing a project by a really, really talented rapper. Um. The name of the project is called Before I Say More and it is by Touchline. Touchline the truth. Um, Yeah, guys. Touchline has been bubbling under for a couple of years. You know, like we've seen his rise and ascension, you know. Um, Yeah. And it's just been so interesting to, to watch him like gain, you know, all these followers and listeners, you know. Um, through his music I, I don't really see a lot of like weird stuff from touchline now i don't um, see anything else bro i just see music now yeah you know so that, that's like really really nice to see you get me um but yeah so he dropped two projects this year uh this is the second one before i say more um so yeah guys let's talk touchline how you're feeling about touchline the artist and what are we saying about before i say more yeah man um with regards to touchline i feel like one of those artists that you guys kept on like saying and mentioning but like i just never got into it um but not not got into it as in like listen like i just never listened um but then i was what is it on youtube i was watching lost in vegas those those gents that um review mm-hmm. um and they were reviewing one of touchline songs yeah but it wasn't the one with stogie because i think the one with stogie is the most recent one mm. um it was one of the others from the other project and like just them breaking it down and listening to the song with them i don't know like from there i was just like shit like i've really been missing out um honestly i think when it comes to touchline like one it has to be one of the best um lyricists one of the best storytellers in the game right now 100 percent. Mm. um and i think you know when it comes to this project as well this project in terms of storytelling man this man just, he does it so easy like it's very very casual the way that he's able to just hit you with the bar and you don't even realize and it's like oh yeah. shit, you said this um but yeah man like this project was really really good i like the vibes i like how you know within the hip-hop realm there was a bit of everything in a sense um you know a bit of that you know the singing you know some of the the rap the love stories and whatever like it was mm, just a touch mm, of mm. everything but yeah man this was a really nice project i enjoyed it yeah no i agree i think 
Touchline's a very clinical rapper. I think he, he, he's, you know, you can tell that there's been time and there's been aging on his pen. He's been doing this for a long time because like you said, Mbilo, it's just so effortless the way yeah. he, you know, puts his stories across, puts his points ac- uh, across. And, you know, the fact that he's so relatable to the young, you know, South African brother, dude. <laughs> you know, hey, it's like dog. I could understand why the... He gives me a, 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 a you know, a Cole feel. Like, mm. this, the same sort of aura and energy Cole had and the same sort of messages and the way the kids would sort of look up to him. Not in a sense of, yo, I want to be the, the guy that's, uh, uh, you know, flexing or balling or whatever the sense is. Yeah. But, like... They just relate to him so much. He's, he tells so much of their stories that they just fuck with them. So I love rappers like that, man. I think they always go the furthest because they build, they build the cult followings, you know? So yeah, I think Touchline, man, you know, he can't do any wrong for me. Another good project. Every, oh, anytime, you know, he, he puts out anything, it's all, it always just feels so well thought out. It feels like it's a, a, a glimpse into his life and what he's going through. So I really enjoyed this project. And yeah, man. Shout yeah. out touch. And Dwayze, I won't lie, like on that relatable line, even like this is very like minuscule, but like even the way he he'll rap he'll rap mainly in English and then he'll throw in bars like in Zulu or whatever. Exactly. And it's like relatable in the sense of like for a lot of us that's genuinely or a lot of us that's how we genuinely communicate. Like you'll exactly. have you'll have that's your like English. the modern South African kid. Yeah. yeah. Like you'll have you'll have your English and then you'll throw in your your vernac in between. And it's kind of like it feels conversational. It feels very much on the ground. You know what I mean? So exactly. Like, it feels like you're talking to him. Exactly. It feels like you're having a conversation exactly. with him. He's just telling you about his life and you know you listen to what he's saying. So man, yeah, I yeah, know he's very, very relatable. Yeah. So even though like that's a minuscule thing or like something that a lot of people probably wouldn't even like pay attention to. But like that's one thing that I can say that I appreciate as well. With regards to but that. I think that's what a lot of rappers in SA are missing as well. Like that's why a lot of rap does not connect because it's unrelatable. We always have that thing of saying like, you know, everybody wants to relate to niggas in the trap house in the bando. You know, that's not yeah. the average South African kid. You know, and he's, niggas in the he's north, going through bro, things. Like north, exactly. North, so exactly. exactly. He's going through things. Ekasi, maybe in the rural areas, you know. Touchline's relating to that kid who has the internet and who understands like westernized culture, but he also still is a South African kid, you know. So yeah. that's one thing a lot of SA rappers don't, you know, especially the younger guys don't really look at. So that's a good thing about him. Yeah, I think when you're a storyteller, um, relatability is very, very important. And I think Touchline understands the environment or the world that he exists in and i think he has the right communication skills and tools to get across uh to the the audience his core audience and i think that for me is one of his strengths as a rapper um but yeah let's get into this project man the first song moments featuring J Smash. What y'all saying about this intro? I need to hear J Smash on here. I like I've seen the I feel like I've seen the name, but like I just never I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, but, I, I've heard his music. I just didn't hear him on the track, but maybe produced or something. Mm. I don't know. Actually, yeah. But I won't lie, man, this was a this was a really nice intro. I didn't expect it. I thought out the gate we're gonna be like, Ayo, you know, like 
whatever. But it wasn't that. Pause, um, pause straight out the gate. Yeah, bro. Like I felt like it was gonna be on some on straight some out Sandra. the gate shit. But honestly, I love this this intro. Like it's um, just you know the instrumental at the start and the way that it kind of played on the vocals on here are insane, bro. It was singing there. Shout out, yo. Um, and like just touchline even with those bars, man. And that's what we we're saying with regards to like the storytelling, bro. Um, literally just that first line like or the first few bars who you loving instead of me who gets to feel your energy who's there when you make memories who gives you peace and therapy stability serenity what's the one that who's the one that sees you when you get in that pair of jeans who sneaks in when your parents leave there was a time i thought you saw yourself when you'd stare at me and times when you would swear at me storm out and still return to come take care of me we're polar opposites but baby go bear with me like hey. That shit was like this shit is so relatable when you read it over. Oh, but it's like the delivery. <laughs> the delivery God has insane, bro. Like, yeah, nah, man. Touchline straight Jesus. out the gate, dog. Like he really and even like with a topic like this where it's just like on some love shit, he still made it feel different. It didn't feel like the regular type shit that we always hear. This was a beautiful intro, man. I fucks with it. <sighs> yeah, no, bruh. Nah, nah, nah. That that bar, that bar just hit me now. Oh, it only just clicked right now. I didn't even see that one. I was like, oh shit. Well, what do you mean? Polar opposite. Yo, baby, go nah, that's crazy. With me. That's crazy. And this is the thing about touchline too. The punchlines are impeccable, bruh. They're hard. They're not just like you know, they're storytellers who can tell a good story, but they can't really hit you with punchlines as well. Touchline's like best of both, bruh. Mm. He's very good at punchlines and he's very good at telling a good story as well. And you know that's it's just phenomenal, man. Uh, um, yeah, with the intro, I did. I personally felt like I wanted bar straight out the gate. Honestly, <laughs> that's yeah. what I want from Touchline. Um, it was a bit drawn out for me, you know, a bit too long, a bit too like waiting for something to happen. But um, yeah, like what you quoted there, lyrically still dope. Bro, Those, that was like uh, the whole female. verse. I went like, like I left out like another exactly. That was the whole verse. That was the whole verse. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, the the female PVs as well. Those were nice, like you pointed out. Um, only thing is, I didn't hear J Smash on here. I don't know. <laughs> I, I kept going back. Maybe I missed it. I don't know. I didn't hear him. <laughs> I, I don't know if he produced or what. But anyway, um, yeah, I liked it. It was, it was okay intro. A bit drawn out for me, but it was okay. Yeah, I think the way the vocal sample is used here is impeccable. Um, created like the right atmosphere um, and I don't know I think his earlier project from this year that one was a lot more rapier than this one and so for me it wasn't like oh we're not like you know coming out the gate you know oh soon too yeah so I, I, yeah like mm. okay cool like this time around you know he's slowing things down a bit you know um, more intimate vibes and so I appreciate that we're getting like two sides of him um, with these two projects um but yeah i thought cool intro man mm, like nothing crazy except for those bars of course but like you know uh the next song was unfaithful unruly ungrateful featuring vina shout out vina and those vocals still um but yeah how y'all feeling about unfaithful unruly ungrateful yeah man i just wish um you had the lyrics here because i would have quoted again um but yeah man this was also another one dog like i feel like even the transition from the intro into the song went really well um 
and I really enjoyed this man. I think literally it's so simple with the way that he kind of describes it. But I love like the story here. I love everything that kind of came out from the song. Like you said, man, Vino with the vocals as well. This was just yeah, man. It was another masterclass. Yeah, um, with this track, very good track. Uh, like you said, Vina sounded really good on here. Um, there's not too much I want to point out on this track. I would say I would have liked like the 40 like filtered drums on the on the on the hook. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been dope. Um, and to quote a few bars I liked, um, where he says, uh. Two types of men a woman sends a text to, the one she lies to and the one she lies next to. I like how, you know, within the verses, throughout the verses, he was kind of giving both sides of that. Like kind of being the guy that's lying next to the girl while the nigga's texting her and trying to find out your where you at. And also being the guy who, you know, trying to find out where your girl at. You text her this morning. Shane replied till three days, <laughs> you know. Mm. So, like, I like I like how he sort of gave both uh, both perspectives. Um, so, that was really dope. But, yeah, I, I like this song. It was cool. Huh. Yeah, man. Um, you know, when I listen to Touchline rapping in, like, these love-esque songs, you know, I always think of... I don't know for me in my opinion i think like wale is probably like the best like r&b rapper if that makes sense um like the rapper who just makes the best like rap love music ever you know um arguable no i'm joking actually yeah who would you say bro no i won't lie no in terms of what caesar's saying i get that because it's like wale is the is the rapper on an r&b type track because obviously, like, I would have said, like, Drake. But then Drake doesn't really... Drake is the one that does the Drake R&B. Drake R&B is on R&B. Yeah, yeah Drake does the R&B. R&B. Drake doesn't rap on the R&B. Yeah. So Wale will give you some poetic, like, yo, yeah. yo. Because we can't forget... <laughs> Lotus encyclopedia Bomb. words, bro. We can't forget... Yo, all, the, all his things with Jeremiah, dog. No chill. Yeah, exactly. I all need to know. Exactly. Yeah, actually, you're right. Bad. Yo, actually, you're right. <laughs> yeah, Shit. I just don't think that... So, like, you know, when listen to Touchline... Nah you know um i just I, I i like i like what he's doing you know i like how he's trying to you know really you know give us those clever bars and like witty lines here and there you know um and it kind of just reminds me of some of like you know the stuff that wally would usually do on a track um i think touchline always understands like the I don't know he always he knows how to read a room if that makes sense on a song you know he knows what what to bring to a song um and so yeah i enjoyed this song man with vina i think they gelled well together uh the next song was somewhere in between now for me this is one of my favorite songs on the project i think he just did so well here and i think it's just him no features on here he's doing the hook yeah. as well and he did it so well like it's not often you get like MCs who can also like you know do great hooks, and so when it's done like this, it's done so well. I just I love it, man. I think yeah, this was definitely one of my favorite songs, top two easily. Um, yeah, how y'all feeling about somewhere in between? Yeah, man. Honestly, I think I have to write on that point of like the hook man i think he killed that it was very catchy you could like it's one of, like this felt like a song that you could kind of you know 
know all the lyrics too and kind of just be able to go off by yourself but yeah man this was a favorite as well this was really really nice um i think just hearing this subject matter from touchline because i think from what i've listened to previously it was never really in these in these ends but like yeah man this was really really nice i enjoyed this yeah no i agree with you guys this was definitely one of my favorites as well um man i just love the instrumental i don't know what it is about like certain beats like this you know it reminds me of uh another beat it's like what's that song with tics from back in the day days when that song yeah uh, that's a go with you know days that i used to yeah, or something yes you know what i'm talking about days yes kendrick and Bill why are you asking c's as if i wouldn't know bro think i don't know T. no because me and c's always used to jab this song we used to play the song back to back bro the song is called way back when i can't remember but anyway yeah yes something like way back when or something like that yeah kendrick like it gives me that type of vibe those type of beats bruh oh i know that yeah yeah it just makes you wanna i don't know yeah yo she killed that that one yo where the, right. like the music that, video is shot, they're like on a bridge or some the shit. Bridge. Yes. <laughs> yes, right. you know and it's like three different stories yes. for each one of the of the, of yes. the rappers. Yo, B.O.B. was there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah so it, it, it just gives me a feel of that. I just love songs like that where it just feels like a rap rap song, but even the, the instrumental, it's not like clubby. It's not like sad. It's just this nice beat to rap on, you know. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I liked also the subject matter he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Just to quote one part and then break it down a bit more. Um, when he when he says, um, I've got pain and trauma, the new edition, the kind that nobody knew existed, the kind that could have been stopped if they would have listened. I've got to make enough cash for two musicians just so my team can f- feed their families. The same ones that told them they're too ambitious. Mm-hmm. Like, just off of that, that's mm-hmm. such a relatable thing. Like, especially amongst like south african youth bro because you know how south african youth they, they're just driven by being in this culture of music and mm. entertainment and social media so it kind of like touches on that of like it's kind of like a a, a new thing we're dealing with now where it's like trying to make these jobs work out of no like these jobs where there's no guarantee of anything there's no you know um there's no like assurance but yet you have so much on your shoulders. You have people to carry because these are still careers in a sense. So I like how he talks about that and sort of touches on um, the sort of uh, uh, baggage of carrying that weight with them and carrying that weight around. Because I feel like a lot of artists go through that in general, you know, um, because as we know, like there's not a lot of money in the game unless you're like top 2%, top 5% or whatever, you know. Um, and then just to touch on another point that i like um just to quote quick where he says uh absent fathers distant mothers rape assaults case gets covered young girls tries but can recover has to fake a smile at supper siblings don't embrace each other couples only break each other with all the hate that's going on baby can we just be lovers like just in that little paragraph he says so much that again it's just so relatable to you know um his scenarios and the people around him his culture his country like you know the thing of absent fathers as well we know that's a black thing (laughs) but you know rape assaults getting covered you know talk about young girls and them having to go through this trauma like touchline he's very aware 
of what's going on he's just very aware he's very present and he puts that into his music i'll always love artists like that because you know it it, it has replay value it has uh tangibility to it it just has something that makes you feel like it's more than just hearing lyrics over a beat you know so this was really dope for me i really like this track yeah i think you know with that earlier verse that you were quoting you know um, about him needing to make money for two and you know all these things and you know just knowing the the culture the south african culture and society that we live in you know it's you hardly ever hear that a person was like fully supported by their family for pursuing you know these sort of things um you know the journey of like turning your hobby into a career turning nicknames into brands and like this is still a fairly new concept uh in south africa you know uh and so yeah you, you do get a lot of pushback and then but like once you make it once you start making that money and then you're able to take care of your fam and then like and then like it sort of changes right now this like oh okay yeah you know do your thing you know because now you're taking care of them now, you, now they can see that you made it work you know but the journey to get there the journey to get there mm. is tough you know if you don't have that support um so i like that he touched on that because i'm sure there are a lot of people who will, will relate to this you know as his listeners um who will relate to that uh so yeah man a really really good song definitely top two for me the next song was omote featuring dumitladi what y'all saying about this one? I really enjoyed this one. I think just because it gave me like, like it just it felt like a throwback, um, in terms of just the beats, the delivery. It just felt like essay hip hop from like a few years back. I don't know when, like maybe that 2016, 17 period, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. So I think I really enjoyed it for that, man. I think it was just a vibe to listen to. Definitely one of my favorites. Um, I feel like everyone showed up here, um, touchline as well as always. But yeah, man, this was a really nice song. I think just from the the perspective of like it felt, it gave me that kind of old feeling, um, which I really enjoyed. Um, for me personally, um, I think this was an okay song. I just don't really think it fit within the context of the project. It just felt a bit out there compared to the rest of the subject matter like a bit too left because everything was kind of more on a serious note and then this one was just like hey we in the club now <laughs> so yeah <laughs> nah. but yeah r.i.p to do me cloudy dog one time um but yeah it was a nice song i enjoyed it uh, i just don't think it really fit within the confines of this this project mm. um shout out to the transition from something between to this song um like it just at, at some point I thought I was still listen to the, the same song or something because like that transition it just go back and listen to it it's mad um but yeah the next song was You Found Me This Way featuring Stogie T Goat yeah I mean yeah what are we saying featuring Stogie T You Found Me This Way guys how are you feeling about this one Ah, uh, bro, like uh, this is uh, come on the best lyricist <laughs> in SA and one of the best lyricists currently. Like, 
There's nothing much what to say, bro. Like this, this you see, this song is literally Dwayze's part because he's gonna be quoting. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the. This I'm gonna is the quote song. only two lines now. <laughs> no, it's like, but this is the song that I I listened to like via Lost in Vegas as well, and just them breaking down the bars and stuff. I feel like you know, if those two gents fucks with your shit, bro, who am I to hate? I don't even care. So like, yeah, this was fire, bro. <laughs> this was fire. Yeah. No. Hey. Now the boys did the most on this one. Um, yeah, they went in. Let me just go into the bars. Yeah, that's all. That's all we wanted, dog. That's all. My favorite part from Stogie T. Oh yeah, I love Stogie T's verses, man. Hey, this niggas always talk about a life I can't afford. <laughs> man, <laughs> man, <laughs> piece of cake, macaroon. Even haters like us too. Tea breaks the standard rules. For Pete's sake, I am smooth. Can't see the L's. The only smile here, Cameroon Queen's plate. Tea break the shampoo. Cordon Ouge. Cordon That's bubbly buckets that come doubly. We let the talk in the car. Do the talking like Bumblebee. Mm, Decepticons. Don't trouble me. Don't trouble me. All, All of this is my league. league. I'm, I'm elite. elite. But feel like Jordan swinging. Awkward That's awkward Come on, <laughs> dog. What? Jesus fucking me Come on. <laughs> dog. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Bad went crazy, dude. Bad <laughs> went crazy, bruh. Like, Stogie. The thing about Stogie, it's just like, he never, like, goes up or down in a verse. His verse is always just 100%. It's like he gets 100 out of 100 of every test. Bro. Every test he writes, dog. I swear to God. Yeah. Um, yeah, bruh. And then let me just uh, quote a part from Touchline. Oh, okay. It's more than a part. But anyway, I'm always chasing the bag where I met Stogie T at. Not book smart, but streetwise enough for a KFC ad. Shook his legendary hand. And in my head, I'm like, wait until this man hears me rap. I came a long way from the little boy who struggled to get employed, chasing women so he can hit just to fill the void. I feel they're avoiding me and my confidence was destroyed. And now I get paid f- for what I say, an invoice for my inner voice. It guides me. That's why I can't hear the noise behind me. Who'd ever thought I'd kill the game entirely? I, it took me long, but this was not my time in. True greatness happens divinely. Yeah, bruh. Mm-hmm. Like... Hey, don't forget to showcase it, dog. Showcase. (laughs) (laughs) Dog, like, you know, even just reading these lyrics, I'm just processing them in my mind and just thinking, just looking at the ways, constructing the words together. I'm just like, nah, dude. Touchline is a rapper's rapper, man. For sure, for sure. Um, Yeah, man, just a really dope verse from both of them. What more can we say, man? Excellent stuff. Definitely, definitely a dope ass song. Um, yeah, when I heard Stogie uh, make that Jordan reference, uh, the minor league, what what thing, it reminded yeah. me of when he referenced Jordan in his sway freestyle. I don't know if you guys remember, but I'll never forget that. He was like, "These ready-made superstars with tattoos and scars, and you think they can save face with a few bars." They lukewarm. I'm in true form. 38 like Jordan in Utah, killing them with the flu shot. To me, that is still one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. Because, like, who even says that? Like, what? Yeah. But anyway. Bro. Yeah. We're not trying to talk about that. Yeah. Penmanship. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just always nice to hear Stogie reference, like, sports stuff. And, of course, like, the culture stuff. The Cordon Rouge and the, you know, Cameroon and, you know all of those things the lifestyle that we can't afford 
Yeah. Hey, you dog. know. That's what it is. We let the talk in the car do the talking like Bumblebee. Deception cons don't trouble. Hey, shut up, man. Let me just let's move on. Come hey, on. Man. Come um, on. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Is that shit, bro? Um, the next song, this is the final song. Yeah, the outro called "The Calling." How y'all feeling about the calling? Yo, bro. Like the beat chosen for the song, you could hear like it was an outro, bro. <laughs> like. You and niggas come up, I don't know, like it was giving, you see like when Drake's about to hit you with an ending, like your every, yeah, nah, every closer, mm-hmm. like it was a proper closer, man. I really enjoyed this one. Um, I think Touchline really went off here. It it felt like the perfect closing. I think he left it all out, like he left it on the mic just to be like, Ayo, I'm finishing it now. It's done. Um, and I feel like obviously, you know, when it comes to the storytelling here as well, like images were vivid here. You could see everything. You could picture everything you know um i mean even this part where he just speaks where he's like um you don't even read you get your info from musa kaula and my dreams are so <laughs> big i'm scared of them too zolile doesn't only make the beats he's my therapist too when i was depressed there was nothing my parents could do i just don't think they'd understand what an artist goes through wear the same outfit on different pictures they label you broke these promoters always book you quick but the payment is slow and am I not the reason all these kids came to the show? Like, bro, come mm. on. Like, mm. it's just, yeah, man. It, yeah. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Yeah, no. Again, just... Just relatable, man. Just super relatable. Um, Just to quote, like, yeah, no, you definitely quoted, like, a part I actually wanted to point out as well. Yeah, we touches again on um, just what it, what it means to be an artist, what he's going through. Like the same thing about uh, label. Uh, what do they say? Uh, wear the same outfit on different pictures. They label you broke. Like you know, such a it's just such a petty thing that artists will de- deal with on the internet. But it's just like just things like that build up the pressure. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just yeah. things like that make you feel like damn. You know, niggas gonna think I'm broke, well, and that's then why on top of that, so much as well. <laughs> exactly, and then on top of that, following that up by these promoters always book you quick, but the payment is slow. You know, another thing that is so true in the game is like, niggas are always so quick to get the artist to do work, whether it's promotional work, whether it's a show, whether it's like a campaign sponsorship or anything. Mm. But it's like when it's time for the coins, bruh, it's another story, bruh. It's like, nah, nah, dog, come on, bruh. You know, things are... It's like, but at the end of the day, I did my part in bringing these people here or bringing this fan base here or this select group of people to your brand or to your event. So therefore, I also deserve what's due to me when it's due to me. Not now you're saying, ah, but you must understand. You must also then understand. You mustn't book me if you can't pay, dude. <laughs> That's how it must be. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's just it's just uh, another thing that I like that Touchline will, uh, puts, those in, uh, puts those struggles into his music because it makes artists aware of how the game really is as well because a lot of people think it's just a fairy tale. Fairy tale. You come in, you get your bag, you hit the stew, tomorrow wake up another bag you know people make it seem like it's just that when there's so much more and there's a lot more intricacies to you know being an artist and actually pulling off a successful career where you're able to feed people where you're able to push your brand where you're able to you know um take care of yourself in general so yeah man the rest the stories are always just on point relatable and yeah perfect stuff man 
yeah a fitting outro i think um yeah i think this was a good this was a good project man you know to get two eps in the same year from this man he's working you know he's really working he's hungry you know um and i just i think if he continues you know with this momentum he's just gonna get bigger you know um i think like i said at the beginning of this of this uh episode it's just been great to see his ascension you know into the game and how he's been um embraced by you know like people who know who know really you know real hip-hop and that um even just getting like you know major cosigns from legends like stogie t you know i think if you're a lyricist in sa like that's like one of the highest honors is to you know get that cosign from stogie you know um so it's just yeah this was just actually really as well like how many new niggas have actually featured with stogie like ever mecca you know that mecca and stogie song goes crazy still yeah but you um, see that's what i mean like it's 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 a valuable feature like that feature only lyricists <laughs> only lyricists get this like stogie. it's only for it's only for stogie the select treatment. few dog like for real stogie bro. stimulus <laughs> yeah hey man i made stogie t i'm never going to fail you get me um, hey facts <laughs> but yeah no i think you know i think touchline uh is an incredible rapper I think he is a good writer, a good storyteller, and I think you know people need to hear his stories. I think people will connect to what he has to say, and he's just—I don't know—I've never met the guy in person, but you know, just from what I've seen and what I've heard, uh, he just comes across as a very genuine dude, and you can hear that in the music most of the time. Yeah, so. people people show him so much love like just when i see you know people around him like they show him so much love and he just seems so humble about it so like down to earth mm. top guy yeah so i don't know guys any closing remarks hey man shout out um touchline for this one this was really an enjoyable listen yeah that's all i have to say shout out yeah man shout out to touchline i think you know like c said it's it's gonna be you know a really interesting spectacle to watch him grow watch him elevate i think where he's at right now is a very telling point mm. um i think he's about to be really 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 successful i think there's a lot in his future the pain i think is only getting better so yeah man we're always here to 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 listen we're here for more shout out to touchline yeah man yeah guys um make sure you go out and stream download buy whatever uh this ep is called before i say more by touchline um show love you know uh yeah this has been the best cave secret podcast aka the podcast about nothing i was your host cz ray and i was not alone i was joined by my brethren Bila mike just and prince dways until next time, stay shining, peace and love. Peace.